I'm Shaq. And I'm Jack. And you're listening to Coffee with Shaq and Jack. The podcast where we're going to talk life, business, and probably, or most definitely, a bit of bullshit. Good morning, everybody. Cool. Coffee with Shaq and Jack, episode two. I'm going to wait for Jack to jump on. But if you're watching on Instagram, rather than listening on a podcast platform, then this is probably going to be the only place on a Saturday morning that you can find somebody talking seriously to you with a purple do-rag on. Good morning, Vasil, in the comments. So I'm just waiting for Jack to jump on. There he is. Wicked. Right. Affiliate with Jack. Come on, mate. Where are you? What's going on? There he is. We're in. We're getting there. It's getting quicker every single time, right? Yeah. Episode two. How are we? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Talk three weeks. How's it been? Week's been all right. Um, very just got a few things going on. We've just had to decorate, redecorate, redecorate the office as well. So we dug out the office. We're now giving it a lick of paint everywhere. And I'm going to get it so it's like, it's a space where I can really sort of get to work in. Awesome. Yeah. Right. Cool. Jack. What's up? You there? You've, gone, you've got a circle for a start. Can you hear me there? Cool. You've already, your visual's gone, but I can still hear you. Morning, Ollie, mate. <clears throat> Morning, Alex, mate. Cool. So do you want to intro today's episode? Right, let's hope that Jack reconnects then. But today, we were going to be talking about being authentically yourself and being unapologetically you, but also, right, requests. I don't understand what Jack's requesting to do here. Right, has that done anything? Okay, I'm not sure. I'm only by myself, but that's fine. I'm going to try and get Jack back in here. There we go. Send request. Right. Are you going to jump on? <laughs> you back? You back? We're back. I don't know what happened. I requested to join you as you requested to like invite right. me into the room. So yeah, anyway, here. jump into it. Tell us what we're going to be speaking about today. I did just. We're going to be speaking about being your true authentic self so yeah before i want to get into it though i want to explain that intro you've just heard if you're listening on if you're listening on the podcast (laughs) then that intro um we were trying to yeah we're we're just being our authentic self and that intro come from about 30 minutes of decisions like we were like should we make an intro yeah we'll make an intro next thing we know it was live and we're like shit then about an hour or two hours later we then thought oh God. no not we not we don't <laughs> include me in your bullshit jack started, we were sat there jack kept going oh do we need to take it down do we need to take it down is that intro okay so if you're on instagram then go and listen on spotify to the last episode so that you can hear the intro because i think it's incredible and once again, that is that thing of being yourself authentically in it. That was us. And the decision that Jack wanted to take it down was once again, I think, something that came from a fear of being himself fully. Yeah. Yeah? 
website. Definitely, definitely. So it's just publicly exposing yourself, isn't it? And that's the thing that a lot of people deal like don't deal with well is publicly exposing themselves because they're only really exposed with the people around them, like their physical circle. Like this is what I mean about I've got a lot of points to touch upon this, so I don't really want to go too deep into it just yet, but. Yeah. So this episode is all about just being authentically yourself and just being you, being real. Um, yeah, because it's a waste of who you are. Yeah. And I struggled with this for a while. I feel like being authentically yourself in a space where you're not like many of the other people in the space or you feel like you're not like people in the space, you can kind of lose who you are. Yeah. Almost lose who you are on purpose. Like you'll try and change yourself because you believe that that's what needs to be done is not what needs to be done. Let's face it, every single one of us is exactly who we're meant to be. I'm seeing Ashley in the comments talking about his reels. So I sent Ashley a voice note yesterday. Yeah, If you go and check out his Instagram, yeah. you will see him singing Taylor Swift. Right Now, if this bloke could get on a reel and sing Taylor Swift with his laptop into a camera, then we can just all be ourselves and stop worrying about it. So I think that's absolutely but this is something I was thinking the other day. We'll get into the points anyway, but I'm just going to bring up the first point, just a point which I haven't written down, written down anywhere. And I was sitting there thinking the other day, like, um, you, either, you either change the person who you are and then you start to become a success. But I don't get the people who start to become a success and then think they need to change. Like, how does that make sense? Like, they start to become, they start to get a name for themselves and they think, oh, actually, I'll change. But people do that a lot in a lot of things anyway. And it's that thing where you get a little bit of success and then you change the things that you were doing that got you the success in the first place and lose the success. See what I mean? That's why when, say, people win the lottery and stuff like that, like they never earn that success. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. very quick to be lost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, touch on a point. Give us a point, we'll talk. Let's touch go. on a point. So being not being yourself is a waste of who you are. Um, I saw that quote. I think that come, uh, come that came from Kurt Cobain. That quote, like, not being yourself is a waste of who you are. And I kind of, I kind of got this as well, because I put so much focus into, like, publicly speaking on camera, um, and I put, I put so much energy into it, and I was trying, 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 and then. I kind of, I just, I stopped and started doing design work. And then I got really into design work. And I was like, why was I trying to waste? And I got a lot done when I was designing, but I was like, why was I wasting all that time? Like trying to do something that I don't do when I could have just been doing this. And by the time I'd have got to this, this time, I'd have been a lot better at it, if that makes any sense. And the thing is, if you keep jumping between the things, right, you never see anything out long enough to actually see the results of it. You see that a lot jumping from one thing to another thing. Like, I know obviously yours is all directed around the same focus, right? But you lose the confidence of speaking on camera when you don't yeah. speak on camera for six months and all you do is sit at your laptop and design. Do you know what I mean? So whatever yeah. you're doing, carry through on it. And yeah, see it through to the end. See it through until you see results from it. Because if you haven't seen results from it, then you've not been doing it long enough. There's no, yeah. I'm not going to see results from it. Everyone's going to see results from whatever they choose to do for as long as you can carry on. This is what I was saying. Um, I used to say this around about, I think I said this to you probably about around about a year ago now. It's just that if you, if you picked something you liked and you just stuck with it for like around about five years, like you, you're going to be good at it. You're going to make it and you? you're going to be, you're going to make it by just being consistent at it. Like you're not, 
going to see someone who's put all this energy into something for 30, 40 years and not got anything from it. Like, right, but, but people struggle from bouncing from one thing to another, to another, to another, to another. Yeah, but people do that because they struggle to be authentically themselves, right? Which was the point of this episode. People who struggle to be authentically themselves don't know what they like. And because they don't know what they like, they're jumping from thing to thing. When you know who you are and you can be authentically yourself, you will stick with one thing that you enjoy. Yeah. You know I mean, we have. I've found my yeah. thing. Yeah, but we've been through that. We've been through that hopping from job to job to job. Well, I have. I've been from that hopping from job to job to job to job, trying to find the job that fits me. And, like, yeah, I, knew I, that I, I would walk into a job. I wouldn't like the job. I'd then be absent a few times, like, a year into it. I didn't really get on with it. And the then I'd make up excuses. Yeah, then I'd make up excuses and then I'd be like, I've made a fool of myself now. I better hop to the next job and do exactly the same thing. So, yeah, I know how it feels to jump from job to job. But, yeah, I've found my feet here and that's not a place I'll be going from. Jump from anything to anything, right? So, an example of that. So, for people that don't know me, bit of a weird fact, but I'm a black belt in taekwondo. Right, now, I <laughs> stopped. Honestly, I'm like a little karate kid. But um, I stopped doing taekwondo when I was, about 13, I think. I got my black belt and because my nan kind of said to me, you've been doing this for so many years. If you want to stop, just get your black belt. Right? And I yeah. hopped to football because all my mates were playing football. Once again, lost who I was, but I'm young at that point. You're not meant to know, right? You want to do what everybody else is doing. Right? That, to this day, is one of my worst decisions ever. Do you know how much yeah. I want to get back into a martial art? Because that was me. Taekwondo was me, right? And I... And I lost that. Obviously, like I said, when you're young, you're not meant to know that you, you're meant to think for yourself and not do what your friends do. Like, you want to do what your friends do, right? But yeah. then we grow up with the same mentality. So now, say you're 25, and you're still fucking doing what your friends do. And that yeah. will fuck you up big time. And what well, Ashley said, he didn't know this. Did you not know this without a purple... Do rag on, mate. Purple do rag. <laughs> this is the only place on a Saturday morning where I'm um, going to speak seriously in a purple do rag. Go. But just just back to what you're saying, I've got a similar experience with this, um, and that comes from um, when I was about 15, 16. I used to do all of this shit online, not speak on like this, and not do this podcasty thing, and not do this IGTV, that sort of thing. But I used to like do all this design work i used to design my mates logos i used to design my mates call of duty backgrounds <laughs> i used to do everything like that um and then i fell into a job and for 10 years i completely forgot about that like i forgot i had those skills i forgot I, that even existed within me you know so when i got back into this and when i started you know doing things and working online and creating things creating marketing materials again then it kind of made me realize like being out of employment makes you reset back to that kid again, makes you reset back to who you are and who you right, authentically are. You've now got the time to do the yeah. things that you want to do, right? So we're so prone to getting in a headspace of, fuck, from the minute we're 16, we need to work, right? Bollocks. But yeah, from the minute we're 16, we need to work, right? And we then lose our passions and we end up feeling drained and uninspired in this shit environment because people told us that that's what we had to do. Like, it doesn't make sense. I think if you... Coronavirus done this for everybody, right? I don't know if you're allowed to say the word, are you? But yeah. 
it what coronavirus did this for everybody, right? Everybody got a chance to pause. Everybody got a chance to reset and evaluate their lives. Now, some people decided that they liked their lives the way it was. And that's brilliant for them. But there was a lot of people who thought, fuck, I'm not at work. What do I actually like? Right? And people started to create their answers for themselves. Yeah. And for some people, that's the first time in 10 years they've had the break to do that. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's why we're seeing what we're seeing with so many people wanting to, you know, work online, travel, do new things, whatever they're doing, coronavirus helped them find that because before they were in this routine that society put them in where they didn't actually have a chance to think, fuck, do I want to be doing this? They yeah. just did it and said yes. And this is like yes theory, isn't it? Where everybody, if enough idiots say yes, then you will say yes and just agree that that's what it is. You know what I mean? Like, if enough people say yes, you'll just go ahead with it. You won't question it because everybody's doing it. Yeah. Well, no, actually, sometimes you have to question these things. Yeah, no, it, then that's, that comes down to that's like environment cross that across authenticity as well. Like, if you've got 10 people in a room and nine of them are like, yeah, you don't have to work. You can you, know, like, you, you can be on the doll. Like, the chances are you're going to think exactly the same. If you're in that room with, like, like speaking about millionaire visions and billionaire dreams, that sort of thing, then you're going to come out of that room feeling, yeah. Of course, different. so let me go with this before I forget it. So you know, like, <clears throat> when you're young and yeah. you say something to your mum and she's like, or, yeah, but so-and-so said it. If he put his head in the fire, would you put your head in the fire? <laughs> <laughs> right, that is exactly it, isn't it, in adult life. And we never realised that when we were younger, but that is literally what our parents were teaching us. If you Just jump off a cliff. somebody does it, doesn't mean it's a good idea. It doesn't. I mean? No, but we forget about it. We forget about it. But it's very easily done. It is because who would sit there in a group of 10 people and, and be different? It does take a lot to be different in a group of a lot of people, but you only learn that when you sort of get to. Yeah. yeah and I've got a point that. on that that I want to touch on later, but let's go to your next point. My next point. Um, okay being unapologetically yourself but have manners like so, be unapologetically yourself but if someone says something to you if someone gives you a bit of criticism that you know deep down could sort of benefit you then take it on board yeah and this is that thing once again in it being authentically you right so just because you're authentically you doesn't mean you can now say i'm just being me and go and be a yeah. like yeah. that's like that's not a thing do you know what i mean like being authentically you also means being self-aware of what you like and actually what your bad habits are. Because you can't just be self-aware on the good things. You have to no. be self-aware on the bad things, right? Because we've all got them and it's fine. We're all human. But actually, sometimes you're going to think that you're being yourself and actually you're not. And somebody's going to pull you up on it and you're not going to like it much and it's going to feel awkward. Yeah, you got it. And, yeah. and you're not going to know what to say or where to look. But sometimes you just have to take them things on the chin because actually we do need that to change. But at the same time, now it's where you need to not cross your wires on who you're listening to. Right. I swear to God, someone's cutting their grass out there or something and that's doing my fucking head. I can't hear it, mate. Cool. I'm glad you can't. But, um, right, yeah. So that's where you're not getting your wires crossed. So if it's your parents or your friends giving you business advice, not worth listening to, right? Because we always say only listen to people who have got results that you want to see. Right. Yeah. And I stick by that. But also, if your mum is telling you, look, you've changed in this way a little bit, you're going to have to listen to your mum because she knows you enough. Do you know what I mean? 
So it's not listening to the, not listening to the advice, but sometimes listening to the things that they know about you. Do you know what I mean? Accepting that some people know you better than you know yourself. Yeah. Alex goes, yeah, part of being authentic is being real with the good and the bad. No one's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And he's, like, yeah. So you've got a kind of, just because you're, you know, you've chosen to be yourself, it doesn't mean that you become like glass sponge to everything that everyone's saying. Like you need to, yeah, glass you still need to learn lessons. Ever, 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 ever heard <laughs> Now you have. Good saying that. The title of the video, uh, title of the podcast, being a glass sponge. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, being real with the good and the bad, right? Now, me and Jack were having a conversation the other night, yeah? And at some point towards the end of the last year, I got very angry, like just became an angry person. And I know what it was. Like, it was a lot going on in my home life that I couldn't differentiate between. And I think Jack will agree. I had reason to be angry in my personal Trying to separate that from what you're doing doesn't work, right? So you have to realise that you can't be you authentically part-time. It has to be a full-time thing. Yeah. Right, so when you're... Yeah, so anyway, I went off there. Back to what I was saying. Yeah, I became a very angry person. Jack looked at me. And he's like, Shaq, you're fucking angry. Stop being angry. And he's like, all right. Cool. But I already knew that, do you know what I mean? It wasn't like, oh, fuck Jack, I hate Jack because he gave me a bit of advice. No, he was a friend telling me what he had to tell me because he knew me. Do you know what I mean? And I feel yeah. like, yeah, that's one of them things, once again, like you can try and deny it, but if you deny it, you stay in the problem, right? So you have to, you have, the first step to acknowledging, a, to solving a problem is to acknowledge it, yeah? But a lot of people don't want to acknowledge their problems. No. Now what do you do? You just keep the problem forever. That was, that's something I'm guilty of. Like, I'm very, I'm very neglectful of emotion. Like, I don't, if I see someone cry, I won't hug them. I'll just be like, okay, let them deal with it. I'm very much like, if I don't think about that, then I won't get hurt by that, that sort of thing. So, yeah, I've, I've learned a lot from this. I'm getting a lot better. I'm getting a lot better, but yeah. yeah. Right, and people have got their own coping strategies. Like, I was speaking to somebody the other day, right, and I'm very close with my family or whatever. But I was saying, like, I was talking about death. And I was speaking to somebody who's saying, like, they haven't been to their nan's grave yet in their whole life. Nan died 10 years ago. Right. And they can't, like, they're so in denial of that emotion. Yeah. But at some point, you have to grieve them things. And I know it's a bit morbid talking about death, right? But just in terms of anything, you have to allow yourself time to feel bad emotions yeah you can't not like trying to not feel bad emotions is also neglecting good emotion because you can only feel high if you felt low you know what i mean if not you just sit on this plateau of being boring yeah yeah like the lower you go is just the more grateful you are of the the things when you know when things do go well the more grateful you are of them um shall i go for another point yeah go for it Let's go. Um, when you're being yourself, everything out of your mouth flows. You don't have to think about what you say. So essentially, when you're passionate about something, you can talk about it all day long. Like, and I think, it, like, last week, kind of, 
demonstrated that when we jumped on that live and we were like, right, we're going to make it 15 minutes. We're going to make it 15 minutes. And we jumped on it. We'd done the first podcast in the podcast series and it was like, well, that went quick. 45 minutes gone. Yeah, so we we planned on a 15-minute IGTV or a 15-minute live that we put on IGTV, right? And we started talking and it was just, you know, me and Jack talk all the time. Like, this is just us having a conversation. It just so happens that people are listening. Right, so it went on for 45 minutes and it didn't feel like an effort. And it was like, okay, at this point, we may as well throw it on podcast podcast platforms and let people listen to it. Do you know what I mean? Because it's not forced, like, it's never going to be an effort for me to show up here on a Saturday morning and do this. Because all I'm yeah. doing is having a conversation with my friend. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, when being yourself, everything out of your mouth flows, exactly. Um, and it's like, yeah, if someone pops you in front of a camera and told you to talk about something you're not so passionate about, you're going to sit there and you're going to try and think about what you're going to say. You're going to be, you're going to be living in that, like, you know, like five seconds ahead of you, trying to think about what you're saying before you're actually saying it. And you look like you're out of the room while saying it. You can't put any emotion into yeah. what you're saying. You can't use you the example. tonality. I'll give you an example. People that sell double glazing, Nobody is excited about selling double glazing, right? They can't get on that phone and be authentically them and get excited about selling double glazing. That's the reason that people that work in call centers have scripts, right? Because they're not excited about it. Ashley just asked what the podcast is called as well. Same as this, mate. Coffee with Jack and Shaq. So get on it. Other but way yeah, around. Coffee with Shaq and Jack, sorry. I, yeah, I keep putting myself second. I don't know why. But um, yeah, so people that sell double glazing, right? People that sell... I don't know, what did you use to sell fucking something? This, this is going to link lovely into a point I've got written down. But yeah, double glazing salesman. Um, when you've, you've got a script, you learn that script. When you start reading that script at first, when you actually go into that room and you read that script, you can't read it like like the same after like six months' yeah. time. You're reading it a lot better. You're kind of you knowing where people react on that phone. But as soon as you get into it, you're like... Uh, 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 you're like, hello, yeah. my name's Jack. Like, it does happen right. like that. But here's the problem. Yeah, if somebody asks you to stand face-to-face -face with them and sell double glazing, right, chances yeah. are you're not making many sales, right, because people can see that you're not enthusiastic. I always say this, right? When you're enthusiastic about something, you don't have to say it. People can see it. Do you know what I mean? It's so obvious when you're enthusiastic about something. Right, so you jump on the phone now and you read the script and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But if you're put in front of a person and you have to use your eye contact and you have, and you have to speak to people and you have to use, use your gestures and you have to do all this, you're not going to be able to do it because you're not excited about it. Double glaze and excite nobody. But there are some sick, incredible double glazing salesmen that, that can get into the act like that. And I act reckon I could be in put it is an act. It is an act. Of course it's an act. Who's passionate about double glazing? Who's passionate about working in DFS, about sofas? Who's, who is passionate about that? Of course, they're all actors. Salesmen are kind of actors. Um, unless you're in a personality sort of sales, unless you're in a relationship sales. like we Unless are. you're in people sales. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. the sales that we're in, once again, it's people sales. Yeah. And I can't be, like, if I can get excited over the phone to make one double glazing sale, right? I'm in the people business. So I have yeah. to work with people, right? So I can't fake the excitement that I have for what I do constantly. At some point, if this excitement isn't real, you're going to be able to see it's not real. The fact that this excitement is real, it never wears off. Do you know what I mean? That I can get excited about this 
at two o'clock in the morning if somebody rings my phone. I can get excited about this whenever because it's exciting shit. Do you know what I mean? And because it's real and because you're not you're not doing anything that Okay, I'm I'm gonna go on to I'm gonna go into this example anyway. And this is just a story of me being at that exact call center, um, which you're talking about. And when I got in there, obviously the the typical double glazing salesman is like loud, he's bubbly, he's using his hands, he's sitting there, he's walking about the room, as he's got his mic on his head, that sort of thing. Um and yeah, they got me into a room. They asked me to read the script. Then they stick, stuck me on the phone and they were like, yeah, fire away. I booked a couple of leads, got to the next week. I was doing shit. And I used to go to the gym with James at this time every morning before work. And um, we got in the gym. We finished the gym. The day before, I just finished on zero leads, by the way, which is no commission, not a single penny of money earned for an eight-hour day. Um, so yeah, I was in the gym the next day. I was like, I don't know if I can do this, James. I don't know. I don't know if I can go on like being here. Like I'm not making any money. Um, and he was like, I could see how it goes, Jack. So I went in with the attitude of, right, I'm just going to be myself. I'm not going to be this loud person on the phone. I'm not going to do what they tell me to do. Yeah. Um, I feel like you missed that point. I don't feel like you got there because clearly like on that first day where you booked a couple of leads, you were trying to be that salesman. I was, yeah. Were... I was trying to, I was taught to be that loud salesman. I was taught to, you know, Hey, I'm Jack. How are you? That sort of thing. Like just loud shit. And people can read that. Like they can read the hungry caterpillar. Like it's obvious. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I got on the phone. I was like, right, I'm just going to be myself. I'm just going to talk to these people, solve their problems, you know, have a conversation with them, resonate with them. Got on the phone and just out of nowhere, just something changed, something literally like from that day onwards. And it sounds so fucking cliche. But that day onwards, I was just like, right, I'm, you know, eight, nine, 10, 12, 14 leads a day. One time I was getting 23 leads a day at one point, And that was like 230 quid for one day. Um, and it like the actual director himself used to like give me the award in the morning because we used to have a, like a star of the week award. And I won it from seven. <laughs> well, I, I won it seven weeks in a row from that day. Um, See, so yeah, I won that star of the week award and he was like it, he called me the silent assassin because no one actually heard me on the phone no one yeah. i was literally sat there like with my phone at me ear. sometimes i'd get up and use my hands but yeah just by talking to people and just by showing that you are real and you can get so much further with it because you just look real and you don't run out of things to say right once again like i'm saying when you're being somebody else and not being authentic to who you are right eventually you run out of things to say, like you get a question that somebody hasn't given you the answer for, or you get, or something will trick you out of your position, right? You you will not be able to do that forever. You can't. But when you're yeah. being you, it doesn't matter what somebody says, you can talk back to them because you're just being you. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't run out of ways to answer questions being authentically yourself. You run out of ways to answer questions being somebody else. But, there are some people, once again, who are very, very good at being someone else. And I remember um, James sitting next to me and what he used to do on the phone when sitting next to me with the customers. So they'd be on the phone, they'd be like, oh, yeah, you can hear them, like three kids in the background. I'm sorry about the kids. And they'd be like, don't worry, I've got four myself. It's a nightmare, innit? I'm sitting there looking at James like, no, you haven't. I, you haven't got four kids, mate. <laughs> so, yeah, there are people which will tell lies and will resonate with you on purpose. Yeah, but once again, that's what I mean. At some point, 
you're gonna get you're gonna get found out, right? If that conversation goes on for long enough, and now they ask what the kids' names are, or then now you're thinking on the spot, right? And that one lie turns into so many lies. And I know James, yeah, so James can probably handle that. That's brilliant. <laughs> but for the normal person, right? The average person is not James. Let's face that, <laughs> yeah. So for the average person, you tell that one lie, and now it spirals. Do you know what I mean? So now you've yeah. got to remember what your kids' names are. You've got to remember fucking what they had for dinner last night. You've got to remember everything. Do you know what I mean? And it, and it all came from just not being you. If he just said, I've got one kid called Freddie, they'd have been like, right, well. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I can, I can tell you everything about him because he's real. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, or you get the other end of the scale. You get people on the phone who go, oh, what kind of house you got? And they're like, a semi. And they're like, you got a big semi, yeah? you got a big semi. And they're like, I don't. <laughs> but yeah, right. be authentically yourself and things will start to fall into place. Awesome. So I've got a point to go on. Right. Sometimes being yourself means leaving some people behind. Right. Now, what I mean by this is if you believe that you stand still, you're lying to yourself. Right. So at any given point in life, you're moving forwards or you're moving backwards. Right. And at some point, you're going to move forward at a different stage to the people that you've been friends with for 10, 15 years. Right. And it's okay to let go. It is fine to let go, right? And people feel so bad for doing that sometimes. And I think I got a post on my page that says it, like, people stay friends because of just how long they've known each other. Like, exactly how many more fucking years have you got to waste? Like, you're no longer compatible. You served your purpose. At one point, we aligned. Now we don't. Get rid of the dead weight to move yourself forward. There's no need to keep that. If it's not working, if it's literally just you giving up your time to suffice other people, stop it. Um, I agree. I agree. But I'm not as savage with it as that. I'm kind of like, I will still say hello to everyone. I'm friends. I'll still speak to him. I'll still, you know, I won't deliberately say like, I've gotten rid of you. I'll just see them less and they'll accept it. And I've got them friends that I can see after a few months and they will be okay with it. Cool. Yeah, right. But I've got the ones that, or I had the friends. Yeah. Obviously, you know the position I speak from this in. I had a very yeah. toxic group of friends. Like, yeah. The group of friends I had were no good for me, and I knew it for a very long time before I got rid of them. So, right now, I'm talking to the people that have been in my situation. The yeah. people that have got friends that they don't even want to go out and meet with. Like, they'd rather be by themselves than be with them friends. But some, for some reason, at some point, you're still saying yes to these friends. Right. And that is holding you back from your potential and what you're meant to be doing so much more than if you just had that uncomfortable conversation that said, I don't need this anymore. This is not for me. Like, I need to go and do things. Yeah. Right? If you just had that conversation, for me, it was easy. I literally had an argument with him, I think, one day. And it was like, I think I said something that one of them didn't like. And he said, oh, well, I have to listen to you complain. I said, well, you don't have to. And then we just never spoke again. And that was that easy. Yeah, cutting people off, cutting, like, Actually, I have got a lot of experience with this, to be fair, cutting people off. Um, yeah, if they're not serving you. Like, yeah, my life, true. my life, a year and a half ago, and even your life a year and a half ago, mate, was just at the completely other end of the spectrum as to what it is now, and that's due to the circle we're in. Right, but you've only got so much room in your life, yeah? You've only got so much room. Like, this isn't a conversation almost. No. This is facts right you've only got so much room so to bring new people in who are going to serve you 
at some point you have to get rid of the old ones because if, if not, you've not got time for the new one. New one. Yeah. Like you can't keep these old friends and expect to become millionaires when they're all earning, you know, five hundred pound a week in whatever trade they work in or whatever call center <laughs> they work in. Trade. Like, okay. Like yeah, you can't. Do you know what I mean? You can't. Yeah. You just can't. Sorry, I'm losing words. You just can't. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's only going to be so long until you kind of, you look back and think, like, what am I doing? But, yeah, there there are them mates that right now that I sort of have cut off, but a lot of my mates and the majority of my mates, I haven't cut off. They're just there, but they understand that, you know, if we don't talk for a month, it's fine. But is that's because I've kind of been aware that if someone is sort of friends with me and then a week down the line they go where you been why are you not talking to me i wouldn't deal with that like i wouldn't i wouldn't have that around me like if someone go oh like or being paranoid that i've done something and, i'd be like and get, you know them toxic yeah. friends as well right then toxic friends who get scared when you get new friends they're fucking they're nuts they are the ones who get scared when you get new friends right so some people and girls i see this with especially i hate to say but i do right some of them are in relationships with their friends Right, like they have to tell their friends where they're going at every opportunity and they have to do all this stuff. It's like they're in a relationship with their friends, right? And if you're in one of them, then please, if it's not serving you, let it go, right? Because some people, you might be in a relationship with your friend and it might be great, but chances are you're not. Um, back on to what you were saying, though, about moving on at different stages. So, yeah, like, I kind of understand if you, if you do kind of move, if you do kind of move ahead with move ahead of your friends then they might all of a sudden they might start moving on anyway you might inspire them to do different with your life so yeah with and, their life. Ashley, and alex then said in the comments right fair play ash and shack must have been tough initially i tell you what alex you couldn't be further from the truth right that there for some people and this this is what i'm saying these are the people i'm talking to right the people who have been in them draining friendships i listened to andy frisella say it this morning yeah some friends take more than they give, right? And that's in terms of energy, not in terms of monetary exchange. In terms of energy, some of them take away from your energy. So when you get rid of them, actually, it feels good. Do you know what I mean? You've got more to give in the directions that you want to give it in. Yeah, like, and yeah, that was what Andy Frisella was saying this morning. Sometimes you need to have friends around you. Not only get rid of the ones that take energy from you, but actually gain ones that, give you energy some friends will inspire you and they'll give you more energy and they're the ones you need to keep do you know what i mean yeah yeah definitely yeah um we'll go on to another point um if you make it to the top by being fake you are going to struggle all of a sudden to be yourself again like how are you you can't keep up fakeness for the whole of your yeah. i don't know your career your life or whatever so you're going to slip up somewhere so if you <laughs> If you make it to the top, if you be someone else, if you do decide, oh, I'm going to be someone else for like a few years, see how it turns out. And then, then you get to the fourth or fifth year, you're going to be like, okay, like I'm in a mess. I'm not myself. Not only that, sometimes, yeah, success isn't actually measured in how far you get in terms of your business or in terms of your money. Sometimes the success actually comes from the feelings inside you or actually all the time comes from the feelings inside you, right? So if you're being somebody else, then you might look like you're winning, right? But it's Fugazi, like it's it's an illusion, it's not real, it's not real success. 
the real success is in how you feel when you wake up every morning. The real success is in having the confidence to be you authentically. This is where the real success is. The real success isn't in getting to the top, being somebody else, and then feeling shit or run down at the fact that now you've got to keep up this act. That's not success. It just looks like it. But then also, on the other hand, I do kind of, in the way you carry yourself, you have got to act as if you have, like, you know, you are that one level ahead. Do you know what I mean? But that's not acting as if, that's being. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. nobody can tell you that you're acting as if as long as you know. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is down to your discretion and this is down to what you're doing. Like, I feel like I can be completely authentically me doing things that people more successful than me do, right? Yeah. Because that's where you're trying to get to. Like, you can't just do the things that you want to do, right? You have to do the things that the successful people do. But that's not claiming the success, right? Yeah. What we're saying is, or what you're saying with that point is, people claiming the success that they've accumulated from being somebody else, right? But, like, once again, Fugazi, like, that's not the success. It looks like it. See what I mean? Like, when you're acting as if it is success because you feel like it is, you feel like yeah. you're doing things that are successful, you're inspiring yourself. Yeah. When you're just acting as if so people can see it and get somewhere. Do you know what I mean? And an example of this. So people that do 75 hard, yeah? I've tried, attempted 75 hard, failed it a couple of times. Brilliant, right? But people that fail it and then go on as if they've done it until they get to the end, right? And now they're yeah. saying, I completed 75 hard. To everyone, it might look like they have. But to them, it doesn't feel like they have. Do you know what I mean? Actually, it feels worse than not completing it. The fact that yeah. you've not completed it and told people you have. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. Is an analogy I don't get life. why. I don't get why you would do that. I don't get. Yeah, I do not get why you'd say you have completed it when you haven't. Like, if you haven't, you haven't. Like, but yeah, that's not I, in seventy-five hard. Do you know what I mean? That I'm not saying that in seventy-five hard. I'm saying that in life. Yeah. Like, just saying you have to tell people you have is bollocks. It's not being authentically you. Like that shit. Do you know what I mean? Nobody cares. And if you're and doing you, it because people care then you're not doing it from the right place. No, you're not doing it to grow yourself. You're doing it to grow your exterior. Like, you're not actually, like, getting and anything from it. That, what you do is you lower your self-esteem again, right? Yeah. Because not only have you not done what you promised yourself you were going to do, you've then told people you've done it. So now, like, say people are congratulating you and all of this, but you feel shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it doesn't feel real. No. Yeah, I think that's something... Have you got a point? It's accepting where you are now, right? Accepting where you are now, looking at what you need to move forward and then acting as if nobody's looking. Like, I keep saying this to people, right? What would your life look like if nobody looked? If nobody was judging, what would your life look like? That's the life you want. Go and create that one. I put this in a post yesterday and it was about visualisation. Like, how good that, that thought feels or how good that thought looks before any person has their opinion on it before any person gets their say in there, right. gets to pollute it in any so, way. But without going woo-woo, yeah? What you just said about the feelings that that thought brings, right? Yeah. Neurologically, your brain doesn't know the difference. When, no. you, when you're thinking about it, you're experiencing it. Right? Yeah. And I hate, yeah, not woo-woo, but like in terms of this is actually how the world works. Right? Yeah. So the last place that these things manifest themselves is in the physical world. 
Right. Yeah. First of all, you have to bring them into the world in your brain and see them. Right. And then you will bring them into the physical world. I don't know where I was going with that. Lost it. But yeah, carry on. It's, can you re- can you remember back when um in in buses where I used to just sit on Google Maps and everyone used to be like, "What are you doing, Jack?" <laughs> Jack. This is it, right? I keep telling people this story recently. I told loads of people this in the last couple of weeks. Jack, yeah, is the manifestation king, right? Before he even met Tory, right? I'd say before he even met Tory, I'm seeing this man. And every single day I'm walking into work and Jack's being dopey like his computer fucking daydreaming, typing away, doing whatever he's doing, right? Great. He sat on Google Maps. Jack would always have Google Maps open. He'd just drop himself somewhere in Thailand and just move around and look. (laughs) Now, six months later, Jack's met Tori. Now Jack's booked a flight to Thailand on a trip with her. Yeah. Right? (laughs) That's manifestation. You have to be there in your brain before you get there in real life. Jack never knew that he was going to meet Tori. At the time, Jack was seeing some girl who was a fucking idiot. But... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like, and, and then even with a van as well, like, I'd look at the van, I was like, right, I'm getting it now. Like, <laughs> just things like that, like, you see it, and then you're like, yeah, you've got to be able to feel it, and yeah, and then it'll, it will all come to you. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, you got anything else? Um, that is my list ticked off. My phone right, cool. is ticked off. So, a lot of the stuff that I wrote down is, yeah, I wrote about knowing yourself um, and having self-awareness, like being yourself and not being a dickhead, which we covered. Being around people who let you be you. And yeah, once again, that's that thing of having friends. Sometimes your friends don't want you to be you because it makes them feel worse about themselves, right? So actually, you need them friends that allow you to express who you are and cheer you on. Like anybody who's got friends that you don't tell your wildest dreams to, because you're scared they'll laugh at you. Get rid of them fucking friends. No questions asked at all. That one is not up for conversation. Get rid of them friends. Right? You need yeah. them friends that are going to let you have them dreams. They're going to dream big with you. Because if not, you're going to carry on playing small. And playing small is shit. Stubborn. Very stubborn friends. Friends that, that like, I can relate to this, actually, because... I did have a friend like this, a friend that I still talk to, a friend that I still regularly speak to, but he's changed. Like, I think that comes with maturing as well. I think that does come with maturing after like, yeah, after a while you do just, well, some people do, some people don't, but yeah. Some people go through their whole life. Some people go through their whole life doing this stuff, right? And the whole point of us being here on a Saturday morning from now on is to make sure that the people around us, the people who watch us, the people who consume our content, aren't doing these things, you know what I mean? Because once again, not the people we want to surround ourselves with. And some people will go through their whole lives doing that. But I'm here to make sure that if one person listens to this on Spotify or one person watches this live and goes and changes it, then that's what we have to do. Yeah, that that was that was the purpose of this podcast. Uh, But yeah, you get those friends who you do say things to and they're like, really? You're going to do that? Or, you know, or like the you, first like, thing they'll do is find the negative or find the yeah. question. Like, them do me in, like, how are you going to do that? I hate that question. Yeah. How you're going to do something makes no fucking difference. All you need to know is that you're going to do it. And you need to know that you're going to do it. And you have to believe that you're going to do it. And then you'll do it. The how doesn't matter. The how will come when the why is big enough. 
And it's just a case of I'm a body, you're a body, like we can do exactly the same things. Like David if he Beckham can do is it. a fucking body, you saying Bolt yeah. is a body. All of these yeah. people are just bodies. Right? Mum mum said to me the other day, yeah, so my mum took the dog to the beach, right? And the dog is trying to jump up something that's probably this big, right? For those who are listening on Spotify, probably a metre and a half high. Dog's not even fully grown yet, still a puppy. And mum's talking to me and she's going, you want to see him at the beach the other day, you know, he's trying to jump up there and he just can't get it, but he's just running back and he's jumping up again and he's just running up and jumping up again. I said, Mum, do you know why that is? Because nobody could tell him it was a stupid idea. Nobody told him that he couldn't do it. So he just carried yeah. on trying. And that is the problem with our families, everybody, right? Somebody at some point told you that you couldn't do it and you stopped trying to do it. My dog, my, no, my dog can't understand the dog just you carried know? on trying to do it because it's what he wanted to do. You need the attitude of my dog, honestly. Hashtag call center story is now coming up. You can train a flea. You can train a flea on how high it can jump. So if you put a flea in a Pyrex box or a plastic box or clear plastic box and you put a, you let it jump, it will jump. It can jump a ridiculous height. I can't remember the height a flea can jump, but it can jump a ridiculous height. Now, if you put a lid on it and you let it jump, it will only ever jump to that height again. Like you can train it how to, oh, how to, um, how to jump. So that's kind of like, yeah, kind of relating that's to your what, Stanley story that someone, yeah, exactly. So kind of relating to your Stanley story because Stanley can't hear that we're saying, you know, he can't get up there. You're stupid. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> like, look, like, they can't hear on. that, right? So they'll just try. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like when we were babies, you know, people say it all the time, but when you're a baby, you just cry until you get what you want. You can't understand the shut up. You can't understand that it's a bad idea or that you shouldn't be doing that, right? And this is, and you just need to not be able to hear them things in life. Obviously, if you're going to go do something stupid, then listen to the people who tell you not to do it. But if you sat there and thought about it and you know it's a good idea and you believe you can do it, then don't let anybody tell you different with anything. I don't care what it is what it looks like, how big it is, how stupid it is, just go and fucking do it. And Take keep your trying. advice. Keep being like the dog, keep jumping, just keep jumping. That's what I was thinking, like, listen, listen to other people's advice, listen to what they've got to say and always open your mind up to it, but take your own advice. Without a doubt, without a doubt. You know um, you better than nobody. You, exactly. know, you know you better than anybody. Woo! Right, are we done? Okay, We're right. done, podcast. Episode two, IGTV, episode two, done, complete. If you're watching on replay, hashtag replay. If you're watching on Spotify, give the Spotify a follow as well. Um, yeah, and give yeah, us a review. And share it with We'd a love friend. Some and share it with share, someone. Share it with a friend, yeah. If, if you've got someone who you do think will be interested in it, then just please just share it. It's all we ask. But yeah, sorry about the intro once again. Um, no, the intro is good, mate. I like the intro a lot. Shut up about the intro. Don't apologise. It's being <laughs> authentically us. It is what it is, right? If you don't like the intro, then don't listen to the fucking podcast. That is me, right? You should like the intro because the intro is us and us is who you're listening to. So we'll leave it there. Have a good Saturday, everybody. I hope everybody has a good Easter weekend. And I'll see you all next week. And yeah, that's me. Enjoy it. Peace Salute. out.